everybody! Hi, friends! Well, from beautiful, if uh, ever chillier, Salt Lake City, Utah... It's, thank God I'm atheist! The <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan, the fallout around uh, Tim Ballard, founder of yeah. Our... That's O-U-R, or... The, the absurdly named <laughs> Operation Underground Railroad, which... Oh, God. God damn it. <clears throat> what a, like, literally, you, you just don't compare yourself to another thing. Yeah. yeah. Come up with your own whole thing. Yeah. The Underground Railroad was not about you. Correct. And that's only the first part of uh, one of... That's the least of many problems that we're going to go into with this Mormon nut job. Yeah. Uh, and uh, who many had been talking about would be the presumptive nominee to take the spot of Senator Mitt Romney when he retires. Yeah. Alarming. Uh, yeah. So, um, so I guess some good things then. And it's, yeah. it's, it's fun. It's been fun watching. So. Um, Goodness gracious, the Schadenfreude people. <laughs> set set your Schadenfreude meter to full, and uh, and we will dive into that at the end of the show. Uh, indeed, but first we have some uh, news of the week stuff that's happened in the world, Dan. Oh yeah, uh, it's out there, including a Halloween display in New Orleans um, that has neighbors and people on the internet very upset. Oh, no. Very, very, very upset. Um, Is it because it's too early for a Halloween display? Because <laughs> I think that I would be upset. Yeah. Well, that's maybe part of it. Um, <laughs> let's see. Vic Muranas. I think I got that right. Uh, display this year. Uh, he does this every year. He does. Um, he likes to push the buttons of his neighbors mm. he likes to scare people he likes to really get elaborate halloween decorate uh decorations up in his yard He's this year's big old halloweenies big old time yeah um and it's he just decks out his yard like mad this year though people do feel like he may have crossed the line um <laughs> okay. by depicting satan holding the bloody severed head of a crucified Jesus <laughs> surrounded by gory crucified figurines dressed as nuns and priests. Wow. Um, the, um, the internet, uh, a neighbor took a picture and posted online and the internet went insane. <laughs> yeah, um, you, you may have misread <laughs> the room, buddy. I looked at pictures, Dan, it's wild. It is a I'm, wild, wild display. I have to go. He this. went all out, and it is, it's truly a, a little shocking, I'm going to say. Like decapitation, you're, go, you're really going for it. Um, he says that he, uh, he knows that the theme might not be for everybody, he says. Um, <laughs> uh, but the, the target, her, the targeted harassment he's received has been more than he expected. He expected people to be taking photos and sharing them. Um, but people have been calling his place of work uh, and harassing. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, him, his employer. Uh, they're complaining, obviously, in the media and online. Uh, he uh, the threats also extended to his girlfriend. 
Um, oh and they, they targeted her as well as trying to get her fired from her job where they actually, they gave her an ultimatum. His employer is just like, it's your right. You do it. You go for <laughs> it, which I think is awesome. Go, go employer. <laughs> but, uh, they, he and his girlfriend have chosen to separate for the time being. So oh, that she, no. so that she can keep her job. What? Um, <laughs> the police. That's- they get this. The police and court and uh, city code enforcement have been called on him multiple times. The police have let him know that they have no intention of hindering his right to free speech uh, as long as everything is in legal order. And code enforcement has also examined his property and determined that the display is is compliant, but he did have to take down the flamethrowers. <laughs> so <laughs> that that they did uh, ask him to. Uh, comply with the no burn order in the area. Oh my um, God. People have been I, passing by the house and uh, leaving rosaries um, sure, and sure. Uh, generally are uh, very disturbed by. I finally tracked down this. an image of this thing and yeah, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, I, even I feel like maybe it's a little too disrespectful. Maybe you've what? gone just no a little far. No disrespecting somebody else's religious, like beloved religious stuff. I mean, Satan's great. Do Satan just maybe leave Jesus out of it? I don't know. Like that just that's just the icing on the cake, right? Like, yeah. a, mm, this thing is a masterpiece. It's, if you ask it's, me, it's a two-story tall vignette. It is. <laughs> it is impressive. Did wow. you did you find any pictures where the flamethrowers were on? No. Oh wait. That, there, oh, that was <laughs> that was truly special. Yeah. <sighs> wow. All right. Well. Um, subtlety is not his strong suit. <laughs> and I gonna, love him I'm, for it. Vic, you keep doing this, man. Do this you, baby. Awesome. You, you will be, uh, probably destroyed. You will be lynched. Uh, that will bring back <laughs> lynching for you. I but, just, I just can't wait to see what he does with the baby Jesus for Christmas. Like <laughs> <laughs> he better have a really good, like just straight down the barrel nativity scene. If he wants to make up for it, <laughs> get back in his neighbor's good graces. That'd be kind of amazing, actually. If like everybody's like, he's an anti-Christian asshole, blah blah blah, and then for Christmas he does this beautiful, very holy, super nati- tasteful nativity yeah. scene, just classy too, right? Like yeah, just- yeah, gorgeous, <laughs> just gorgeous. <laughs> he hires actors. He's got he's got mm-hmm. real animals, live animals. <laughs> There's a manger flown in from Israel. There's a, a beautiful recording with somebody with just dulcet, sonorous tone reading he's, from Luke, right? He's hired the actual Mormon Tabernacle <laughs> Choir. <laughs> All right, Vic, there's your idea. Run with it. <laughs> Start to go fund me. Um, I'm going to take us to uh, Liberty University. Now, those of you who have been listening to us for a while know that Jerry Falwell Jr. Uh, a couple years ago got in some very hot water, ended up losing <laughs> his job as president of Liberty University, his, his the 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 university that his dad founded. You gotta try real hard to to do that. Yeah, well, or just not try hard at all, and then <laughs> that 
That leads you in the other direction. Yeah. So yes, he after a series of scandals involving him and his wife and the pool boy and <laughs> literally, literally, literally. <laughs> uh, and 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 various other uh, indiscretions, uh, he got shit canned from the whole thing, uh, and he is now involved in multiple lawsuits with uh, Liberty University. Uh, one for them not paying his. $8 million parachute, you know, golden oh, parachute. Really? Wow. Uh, because they, you know, he says that he has to be fired for cause and wasn't. I'm like, you weren't fired for cause? Are you sure? Because it feels <laughs> like you were. <laughs> anyway, uh, the other lawsuit that he is involved in is that he is trying to not let Liberty University... It's petty shit, by the way. And I love when people decide to play out their petty squabbles in the courts because then we get to see all of it it is it is the dumbest thing to do but it's the best for us so he doesn't want them to use his dad's image or or like likeness or uh name to promote their school anymore oh because they're meanie super meanie heads and they don't deserve it uh, so yes, he is he is suing. He has just updated uh, or amended his complaint, uh, hmm. and the 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 new amendment is delightful because it brings up a whole bunch of things that couldn't possibly be relevant, but are just like petty and mean. Um, <laughs> he goes after the current president, whose name is uh, Prevo, hmm. uh, something Prevo. I don't remember his name, and he, he like. Goes after him for uh, for you know diverting money from the university to uh, to his own found personal foundation and using the corporate jet the school's corporate jet to fly to his homes uh, plural in Alaska and Arizona, oh, no. which apparently costs thirty five thousand dollars per trip. Wow! To go to Alaska. Wow. Or $20,000 to go to Arizona. How is that possible? How is it $35,000? I mean, but yeah. there you go. Apparently having a private jet is uh is even more expensive than I had thought. But the 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 real thing, the most galling thing, I think probably for Jay Fall Jew, for the junior is that Prevo gets consults with and talks to apparently weekly Franklin Graham uh oh the son of the other big evangelical pastor oh no so Jerry Falwell Jr is furious <laughs> furious <laughs> they're going to the wrong people now uh the the Falwell Family trust or whatever does own uh, the trademarks of uh, Doctor Falwell. That's what they keep calling his dad. Oh, okay. Um, uh, so th so they own his image, his likeness, his trademark, whatever. And so he's trying to revoke it, but that means that there's another uh, petty squabble because his brother and his his brother has given uh. Liberty University permission to use uh Jerry Falwell Sr.'s image and everything. Oh boy. And uh and 
has conspired with their sister to knock Junior out of the family trust. So, scun dun dun. But oh. but Junior is now claiming that that's because Liberty saved uh, his brother's uh, ministry and donates a lot of money. Apparently, an undisclosed amount of money to his uh, to his ministry. <laughs> So that's Jonathan Falwell is his brother. Oh my god! Uh, so they're oh my gosh! It's just it is it is infighting. It yeah. Why isn't this a TV show? Why don't we have this as a? <laughs> you mean you mean the Righteous Gemstones? I mean, I mean, I mean Danny McBride. I, can, uh... I mean, what they did was they fictionalized something that didn't need to be fictionalized. <laughs> Just tell the true story. It's even better. <laughs> oh my golly! Anyway, well, Dan. Oh God, this one's so dumb. This story is just dumb. Okay, that's oh, my dear. that's my warning to everybody. Okay. Um, Trigger warning: dumb. <laughs> Turkish President Erdogan. Yeah, is on record saying that he is bothered. By the decor at the UN. <laughs> and, okay. that it, and that it resembles LGBT colors. Oh. Oh, oh poor guy. It, he walked they're using in. Colors? They're using colors, Dan. He oh. walked into the General Assembly Hall and there were uh, colors, uh, 17 of them, in, in fact, has been pointed out. That uh, hanging in banners around the the room, around the hall. Yeah. Um, the seventeen colors are associated with the sustainable development goals of the UN. Um, it's a program that, that of, of the UN to end hunger, extreme poverty, um, to battle climate change and inequality, and to promote gender equality with a deadline of twenty thirty. That seems like. That's probably not going to happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> good luck, UN. Um, and if you see a photo of the assembly hall, there are indeed big banners of of sort of they're not rainbowy colors, right? Yes, there is sort of an orangish color, and there is a <laughs> sort of a bluish and a greenish color, and and they're sure. but they're not in any sort of rainbow sequence. And again, they're not bright primary colors like right. like you see on the rainbow, right? And um, but he yeah, still the, rain, the the gay the gay pride thing. It's very specific. Yeah, very <laughs> very specific, sir. It's not just any grouping of colors counts for gay pride. Well, I mean, <laughs> he seems to think though that colorful equals gay. And well, so he rejects color in all of its forms. I don't um, like color. He, Why are you doing color? He keeps everything monochromatic in yeah. his life, clearly. And uh, to be honest, this level of sensitivity over having to face anything gay right? does make me question a little bit about... The lady uh, doth protest too much, <laughs> my thanks. <laughs> I, I think he has some uh, some attraction to the men. Is all I'm gonna Am say. Recep or whatever. <laughs> I don't know how to say his last his first name. Uh, it was probably pretty close. 
I don't know how to say it either, but it sounded good to me, Dan. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, yeah, so he's all up in arms. Um, he says uh, he said this to a Turkish broadcaster. One of the issues that bothers me the most is that when it, entering the United Nations, you see LGBT colors on steps and other places. <laughs> Not the steps. On Say the steps, so. Dan. Good Lord. Um, this, uh, he, of course, was in attendance at the UN this week as part of uh, their world leaders um, summit or whatever. Mm. Um, there were like 130 some odd leaders uh, attending the UN this week. World leaders. Um, wow. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a great opportunity to get out and to. To, 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 to complain to about complain the gays. about the gays. Take any opportunity you can, sir. I mean, Turkey is is pretty rough for gay people right now. Yeah. It's not technically illegal to be gay, but the police are known uh, to well, harass and largely because of him. Like he I'm has sure. been, yeah, he has been a total. He has been a nightmare. Yeah, he's awful for gay people in his country. He's really awful, and um. I think he's silly. Yeah. What a silly, silly man to complain about something like that. Oh my gosh. Like I kind of love it. I want, (laughs) I want the gay community to co-opt all the colors. Every remaining color. color, It is ours now. (laughs) Say the gays. I mean, have you seen the pride flag recently, Dan? That thing well, is that's true. It's, they're they're just there. adding color. I ca- I understand maybe a little bit his confusion because <laughs> even now brown is is, yeah. is I love it. Go for is it. It's a gay color. I am, it's, I am it's on a, board. It, it, we we really 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 need to, to cool it. Probably <laughs> absolutely. I, I mean I'm all about adding like recognition onto the flag. I'm not saying that I'm not, but like um, there's just no more room really. <laughs> it's just, well, like at, at this point, point, you're right. At some point, it becomes a design problem. All of the muted tones that he was complaining about, uh, clearly in the next few years, are going to get added to. So, I, yeah, at this point, I, gays own color now. That is that is a rule. <laughs> Woo! If you like anything, any color, you're gay. <laughs> that's, so that's says Erdogan. So, so, so says <laughs> Recep Erdogan. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, speaking of dirt bags. Uh, there, uh, and lawsuits. I'm on a, I'm in, I'm a, in a lawsuit mode right you now. You love apparently. the lawsuits, Dan. Today is about lawsuits for me. <laughs> I don't, I think we reported on this, but there's a guy named Johnny Hunt. Mm-hmm. He used to be a mega church pastor. He was, uh, he was on the, he was a big, big wig at the Southern Baptist convention for a, a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, you know, just, just sort of high up in the, uh, Southern, in the SBC, he was on the North American mission board for the SBC, among other things. Uh, anyway, the SBC at one point, you'll recall, had to finally took a tiny amount of action, uh, in regards to, um, abuse, like, you know, a sexual or any any kind of abuse by their clergy mm-hmm. so they ran a huge investigation uh of leaders in the spc and one of the things that came up in their investigation was that our friend uh brother hunt 
had had been naughty mm. in the past. Now, what they found was actually uh, a brief and probably consensual, uh, what he called an uh, an extramarital encounter. Um, it turns out with another pastor's wife, which that's kind of funny. <laughs> um, but anyway, he was he was summarily dismissed from a bunch of stuff, and 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 this is the salient point. They revealed this. Uh, the SBC's investigative team revealed that this had happened. He had been, he had, this happened like 10 years before he had managed to conceal it for 10 years. Hmm. And so he is suing the SBC because that's private. What right did they have to expose it? Hmm. Now hmm. I bring this up because I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> Because it is private. And like, he, what he does, like, you know, here's the thing. On the one hand, what a person does in their own personal lives with other consenting adults mm -hmm. seems to me to be none of my goddamn business. However, if you are purporting to be a religious leader mm -hmm. and a person who preaches about that particular thing being sexual immorality and you know blah 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 and you're a wild hypocrite mm -hmm. because of it and you know it would harm the brand of the for lack of a better word of the church that you represent mm -hmm. for you for this to come out i don't know maybe they do have a right to uh to expose him so I don't know where this is going to land. Uh, it, I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a I very interesting case. I think that it's um, when you're talking about private individuals, I I think that privacy is obvious, obviously uh, more important, right? Mm. right? Like if you're if you're not a known person in the world, right? You're just going about living your own life. I, I think your right to privacy is a lot stronger, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot more comprehensive, in my opinion, right? Yes. Um, I think as you start putting yourself out there and in certain, once you're in certain positions, particularly, your right to privacy goes significantly down. It's like that's true. just, that's just, that's just part of it. You, you want to go be a leader of some big organization. You want to go be a pastor of some, you know, church. You want to whatever, like, and hold absolutely. yourself up as a, as a paragon of yeah. morality as and... yeah absolutely as soon as you start preaching on this stuff one way right yeah and your own personal life you're doing other things that's it i i don't i don't think you're dessert you deserve anything yeah and by, I, in, I in, in, by way of protection of privacy for that specific thing right like yeah. you may still have other things in your life that should still be should still be private people should respect your privacy. Yeah. But no way. No fucking if, way. If what he preached was everybody's everybody's okay to do their own thing and you know, we all make our choices uh and you're fine. Sure. Yeah. That would that would change things for me. It's, Here's the other well, it's thing. No, though, that, it's not relevant then in that point, his extramarital right. affair. Right? Because he didn't he he's not compromised on the issue. Right. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's it, it's a it, it is a, a tricky uh, conversation. He uh, yeah, and the other thing to me is, yes, he had like he signed paperwork. I'm sure that said, I will not do anything that sort of compromises the SBC mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the thing that they found that he did, he did before he was part of the. Uh, uh, of, uh, of the SBC before before he served in that capacity, but it probably has a thing that says uh, in my past my my past is clean too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's all very uh, it's all uh, a little wishy washy. But yeah, I think you're right that like you put yourself out there as a yeah. as a leader, especially as a moral leader. Yeah. Um, you you have you have given up certain yeah. rights, and it it doesn't. It, for me, like, like for the the SBC to be releasing this or whatever, right? Like, if it's nasty, if it's has ill will, whatever, like that's not even part of it for me, right? right. Like, like I don't, I don't care what their motivations are. Oh, they're protecting their brand, great, fine, whatever, right? Yeah. Like, I, I think it's it's about him being a hypocrite. Indeed, that's that's it for me. Yeah. But, you know, it's so rare that church people are hypocrites that I can't see this ever coming up again. So. <laughs> Indeed. All right, Dan. Yeah. A uh, woman in Indonesia, a, uh, a TikToker, okay. in fact, with uh, more than 2 million followers by the name. Ooh. Her name is uh, Lena Luf. Oh, boy. <laughs> I practiced this, too. Um <laughs> Lena L is what we're going to call her. Okay. Um, just, just for, I'm, Cop I'm out. showing respect by not trying to pronounce the name. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I practiced, I practiced, I got to the moment. I, 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 yeah, I, I chickened out. Um, <laughs> so Lena L, uh, known as Lena Mukherjee on social mm. media, uh, mm. has been found guilty of inciting hate. Uh-oh. Uh, on TikTok. Did she say um, something utterly innocuous? Uh, no, she ate a pork crackling. <laughs> <laughs> so literally <laughs> she incited us to hate her. <laughs> like that's what they're saying. No, uh, they're, say- they're saying we, uh, Muslims have been incited to hate her by her doing so. Uh, she's been sentenced to two years in prison. Jesus. Uh, and fined 250 million Indonesia rupiah. Uh, that's a lot of money, Dan. 250 I, million. I mean, it sounds like a lot. I don't know if it's a lot. That's but. about $25,000. Well, it's, it's that's not, f- that's not small. It's a fair amount of money, especially I'm sure in, in Indonesia. Who knows? Let's somebody see. Knows. Yeah, I'm sure somebody does know. Uh, the Indonesian court found her guilty of spreading information intended to cite hate. And uh, let's see. She was reported by a cleric who saw the video. Um, to the local police for blasphemous action, accusing her of consciously eating pork skin as a Muslim. Um, now, in the video, uh, right before eating the the the, the crackling, uh-huh. um, she says Bismillah, which is an Arabic phrase meaning "in the name of God," 
Yeah. Uh, it's an invocation uh, that is normally said by Muslims before taking an action, right? Bismillah. I thought it, I thought it was said before, before you say, we will not let you go. I, Bismillah. No, <laughs> we will not let you go. Damn. Jesus Christ. What it says. That's, that's, the only, <laughs> that's the only context I know that word from. Uh, anyway, um, she, uh, yeah, so she's in the video. She said that she was curious yeah. ab ab about uh, uh, eating pork. Oh and uh, and that, that's it. She just, all she did was eat a crackling. Damn. Didn't she like First it? of all, she didn't even pick like the best kind of pork. No. Lady, but she didn't get, know. How, how could she know? Get some bacon. Go yeah. out. Get some bacon or I mean, what good did little she have pork loin, to, a nice, mm, delicious pork loin. Um, yeah, you're probably right. Cracklings were probably about it. She could it. probably order that on Amazon and it would come. And um, During the uh, court hearing uh, last month, she made an apology to all Indonesian people for causing a commotion. Good Lord. That's what, Friends, get, that's what gets is... you two years in prison. This is why theocracy is always wrong. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because uh, if you can't eat a snack without going to jail <laughs> or having to pay millions of, yeah. of rupees or whatever. Rupee or something. Um, yeah, and I mean, at least make sure that it's a good seasoned crackling of some kind. Like, right. Yeah. So probably wasn't. Yeah, she doesn't all that. even know. She doesn't even know that she didn't that she didn't get the good stuff. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Too bad. All right. Good gracious. Well, I'm going to take us to uh, a tale of two different uh, high school events with two different outcomes. First, we'll start in Louisiana in the Baton Rouge area, where a uh, a whole lot of high school seniors were uh, were were bust on a field trip to a college and career fair. Okay. Now that sounds great. Uh, you know, it doesn't sound great. Like I wouldn't want the reason that you want to attend this as a high school senior for most people, I would imagine um, maybe not the most studious among them, but for most people, it's just like, Oh, I get to not go to class and there's free food. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm on board. Let's jump on the bus. What they apparently were not told is that this college and career fair was not only happening in a church, oh, God. but was indeed entirely Christian propaganda. Oh my, oh God. Uh, they, not cool. It, the debate was entirely switched. Oh. Uh, and so literally, like the first thing they do, they get in, there's a bunch of uh, like apparently dumb opening acts or whatever and then they asked the boys to stand up and leave uh the room okay which is like as red flaggy as you can kind of get especially considering that these days not everyone fits neatly into a category of boy or girl <laughs> right uh and yeah. there were several apparently uh students who did not appreciate being asked to sort themselves in that way. Mm. Um, 
you know, there's I, I, I was reading a, a post from one gender fluid person who doesn't identify as a boy or a girl, but reads pretty feminine apparently, and so didn't want to face the obvious harassment that would be coming to her to them rather if they left with the boys. So they stayed in the in the church, mm-hmm. and apparently the the girls were were treated to a a lovely uh whole program about uh guiding these young young women to being young queens mm-hmm. which was all about a, you know christian nonsense and then and the while the boys stood outside in hot weather just doing nothing waiting and then they swapped them out girls out boys in and the boys were treated to no lectures, just apparently big competitions involving things like push-ups where the winner got money. <laughs> I don't know what that's meant to teach. Uh, I don't know who's learning what at this point. Or uh, what about careers? Yeah, exactly. What about college? Yeah. Is there anything to do with that? Uh, oh my yeah. God. And, um, just... Crazy. Then they, they they withheld everyone's uh, meal ticket until they they vote registered to vote, which is weird. I kind of I like the idea of registering kids to vote, but only consensually, and definitely not in the context of a sort of fake uh, sectarian, but actually like churchy thing. Like I, it, the whole thing is just crazy. <laughs> So anyway, uh, there's been outrage. The school board this apparently just didn't care. They they said that they that, that it was not a big deal, and this is just a thing that happens. Don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> Kids so, get bussed off to churches all the time. Yeah, that's that's uh, normal. It's, it's just a it's just a fun event for the kids you guys stop making a big deal out of it it's louisiana (sighs) oh anyway there was that but uh in minnesota oh a a different outcome okay in minnesota uh a sophomore at chaska high school uh a, a kid named eli frost realized that his high school and their their school board had been holding traditionally the their graduations every year at Grace Church. Oh. And he realized that Grace Church wasn't great on like LGBTQ plus issues. Mm. Uh they were uh, they have a long history apparently of making derogatory statements, said Eli. So he did something about it. He started a change.org petition. Uh, got a whole lot of people to sign up and the, uh, the, the school board did the right thing and said, okay, we won't do it there anymore. All right. So hooray for that. I mean, obviously there was pushback and all that other stuff, but in, but the, in the end, the outcome is that, uh, that good things happened instead of the bullshit, which that's almost never the outcome in in this country anymore. So I was just very happy about that. So I thought I'd leave you all with that. Uh, if you would like to tell us about your outcomes, good or bad, you can always write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and tell us all about it. 
telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There is more show coming up. Well, Frank. Yeah. Listen, there's been a big right-wing convention thing happening. Oh. Uh, pray vote stand. Oh god. Um That's... and you know, we talk a lot about this but boy a do the Christians want to make this country a theocracy and uh and make eating pork cracklins or some various equivalent against the <laughs> uh, you know, punishable by death. But they're also like still using like the drag queen trans gay thing as their wedge issue. So uh, this is going to get ugly about drag queens. It, it, uh, okay. I'm just going to let you know, let you listen to what this panelist at this convention has to say. All right. We have a drag queen principal of one of our schools who has now hired another drag queen to work inside our schools. This is what Joe Biden wants for our schools, folks. Well, I have demanded that that individual be fired. No drag queen should be running a school anywhere in this country, especially in Oklahoma. The Supreme Court has been wrong. There is no separation of church and state in the Constitution or Declaration of Independence. It doesn't exist. So we will bring God back to schools and prayer back in schools in Oklahoma, and we will fight back against that radical myth. Wait, what? There you go. The, like the principal showing up in drag? Yeah, I think that's the paint. That's the image they're trying to paint. Not that like they have a regular principal who, in his own time, on the weekends sometimes, dresses up in drag and goes and does a drag show. Right. Like I think they re I think most of the people listening to that have this image now of like a principal and vice principal walking around in, you know, 6-inch heels. I mean, I'd like to see that that TV show. Makeup. Yeah, that that TV show would be great. Yeah. That would be a great reality show. Honestly, <laughs> no one takes any look, look you're you're not going to get away with anything with drag queen principal. <laughs> Drag queen principal runs a tight ship. A strict disciplinarian, for sure. That is yeah. exactly the principle that these people don't know that they want. They, <laughs> like these, these people do not know that this is their dream principle. <laughs> they, it just, they just dress differently than they think someone should. Yeah. No, but that's not... Clearly, that is not at all what's happening. No. <sighs> uh, I mean, honestly... It's, yeah, they are literally, they don't, none of these people know what a drag, like, I, I, this guy may well know what, it, what drag is, that it's harmless, that it's not, but they're just trying to whip it up so that any drag is evil drag and all drag is being shown to kids as a way to groom them to be for pedophiles and blah, blah, blah. Like, this is the rhetoric that they're using. Yeah. And I also, like... I love this this thing that they're for those of you who don't know when when he talked about there's no separation of church or church and state in the constitution 
or the Declaration of Independence. Why would it matter if it's in the Declaration of Independence? That's not <laughs> actually a thing. Um, anyway, uh, there is absolutely separation of church and state in yeah. the Constitution. However, what the what they're doing is, and he didn't say it right, but the words separation of church and state don't appear in the Constitution. Right. It's worded differently than that. Mind you, those words were coined, that phrase was coined by one of the writers of the Constitution. <laughs> so that might be an important notion. Right. When he was saying, yes, there is a wall of separation between church and state. But yeah. it is it is alarming to me that they that they want that they're so hungry for their theocracy. That's well, it's, they, well, they it's just, terrifying. It's truly 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 terrifying. They because... just don't understand like it's it's so funny because you can tell them all sorts of scary tales uh about what happens in the rest of the world when theocracies run things. Mm -hmm. If you told them the story of a TikToker being arrested and, you know, convicted of a crime for eating pork they would find that horrendous they would be outraged by that right how dare they that's what you're aiming at that's what you're trying for yeah. right now that's a consequence of, of but what if you're we do it do. it's okay yeah. it's only not okay if they do it right all right well we had some folks write into us and call into us uh we'll get right to it um as as you'll recall uh or, or maybe you won't recall because this, this was this with you or was Andrea? Anyway, there was a a, a story um, about uh, BJU, yeah. Bob Jones University, last week. Yeah, last week. That's right. Where we talked about the fact that they're not allowed to listen to rock music, mm. uh, but we thought that there might be some some subcategories that that would slip between the cracks. Well. A uh, friend of the show listener, RJ, wrote in and said, As your resident self-appointed TGIA metalhead, mm. I can tell you that metal and rock do absolutely not even close uh, get in the same ballpark. If anything, metal is a close cousin of classical music. Okay, that's a bit of a stretch, RJ. <laughs> uh, RJ says, see bands like Nightwish, Epica, etc. I... I have heard other people say that before, though, Dan. Okay. I, said, I know nothing about it, so I, you, you know those I'm not taking a stand. Where, where Mozart would be like, and then be like, you know, those, those beautiful, like, that aria where, where in, in the magic flute, where, where the, the woman. Can, is, is, that what R is that what RJ is saying? No, not at all. <laughs> That said, says RJ, I'm happy to hear that BJU students can listen to such gems as Cradle of Filth's Nymphophetamine, Nymphetamine, uh, a song about amphetamines and nymphomania, and <laughs> Venom's In League with Satan. Oh, <laughs> yeah. nice. Uh, RJ also offers to the community to make a playlist of, uh, of, of metal for them. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's very sweet. Um, we have a voicemail, do we not? We do indeed, from a longtime listener, River, um, who has uh, something to say about uh, trigger warnings on the show. Okay. Hello, Dan and Frank, Frank and Dan. 
um, River from Texas. Uh, I just wanted to chime in and uh, give y'all some props and thanks. Uh, and it feels like something I shouldn't have to be like, you did it, hooray! But you're the only one that did it. Uh, out of three shows I've listened to in the last week that have covered the topic of that pastor talking about um, demonic possession and autism, you are the only ones that led that with any kind of content warning. Um, and as an autistic person, um, I was extremely upset the first time I heard it. And then I just kind of zoned out and was just passively listening the second time. And then they played the clip and, uh, I was not okay. And so this time when you started talking about it, I was like, Oh, time to skip ahead a minute. Um, and it worked out great. So thank you for doing that. Um, please tell your friends. <laughs> well, thanks river. Um, yeah. you know, we, we try, we're not going to make it, get it every time. Uh, unfortunately it's hard to remind ourselves what everyone might be sensitive to. Yeah. But we certainly want everyone to be able to skip ahead if something's going to be upsetting for them. If we can, if yeah. we can remember, I mean, sometimes it feels like the whole episode should just be a trip. Right. Like we just, should. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just I, so you know, guys, it's uh it does some, feel like there should probably dicey be a, shit coming up. A blanket <laughs> trigger warning for just like this show content. contains content that some listeners may find. Uh, yeah, we should have that at the top of every Disturbing. show. This show contains content that some listeners and we find upsetting. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. It is kind of what we do, though, right? Like, yeah, these stories yeah. are. <laughs> we, they we are disturbing in, stories, but there, in, in there are also content. moments though, Dan, and, and it's why we do give tri trigger warnings. Sometimes there are store, there are stories and audio clips like the one that we played last week. I think it was last week. Yeah. Um, that they, they cross over an additional line, right? Yeah. And it's extra uh, upsetting. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we, all right. We, we may not get all of them. But, um, but we will try, we try. we'll, continue, we'll to continue, try. continue to try. So because we love you guys. Yeah. And we There's don't want no reason for you to be, we don't want to participate in your trauma. No, we, 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 we opt out of that. <laughs> um, all right. This is from Jay who writes in to say, Frank and Dan, your piece on inter interfaith gatherings brought back some memories. My local Anglican church held a meeting between Christian, Muslim, and Jewish leaders to discuss ways of cooperating with charitable endeavors. Hmm. That sounds nice. That does. It sounds good. It sounds ecumenical. Uh, which seemed, yeah, right. Which seemed very proactive and an and encouraging thing. However... There was no discussion of involving or even inviting a secular group. Well, oh obviously not. <laughs> secular people don't do charity or good things. Yeah. Um, uh, they go on. It, it was all going swimmingly. The Christian, Jewish, and Muslim speakers all agreeing that God was the main man and we can all get along. And then the assistant pastor got up 
And we got a full Jesus is Lord sermon, which the poor rabbi and imam were forced to uncomfortably sit through, effectively spiking the whole meeting. (laughs) In a later Q&A, I asked whether they would agree that a secular government in the UK would be the best way to ensure fairness and equality for all the religions seated at the table and the other minority religions not represented. The vicar, imam, and rabbi all disagreed. Mm. All the leaders would rather a religious state over a secular one, and they would all, quote, hope for the best with whatever religion became the top dog rather than support a secular one. Well, that's brutal. Just yikes. Hope for the best. Right? Meaning, because meaning, meaning hope that theirs is the uh-huh. one that wins out. Yep. Oh, because that's, little, that's their fantasy for, for, uh, theocracy, right? Is yeah. it's they're in charge. Yeah. They, they never imagine if it went wrong yeah. in any way. That's why revolutions never, are so dicey. You get all these people all piling in with their own agendas and they all get together and they all agree probably rightly so that the current system sucks. Yeah. Right. And then one of those factions is the ones that ends up in power and you better hope it's the good one. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for revolution, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying it's a dicey thing, right? Well, the problem is you, you leave never a vacuum. know. Exactly. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the thing that fills that vacuum is usually yeah. the thing that's, willing to unscrupulously claw yeah. its way in. Yeah. It's it's hap- it's worked well sometimes. And there's a ton of examples of it just being like, "Ooh, boy." Yeah. People people suck, of- right? Like people people in power suck. Yeah. It's so. True. All right. Well, do we have some folks to thank? <laughs> I don't know why I just got on that for a second. <laughs> Um, We do have people to thank, Dan. We have a new... These are the people that don't suck. (laughs) These people are awesome. That's right. (laughs) All right. We have a new teacher on Patreon, Dan, by the name of Katie. All right, Um, Katie. You know, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I like giving magic priesthood powers to ladies. Oh, yeah. I assume Katie is a lady. It rhymes, so it must be true. And uh, if you'd like to join Katie uh, in supporting the show, please go to our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and click on the support tab, and you'll find some options. Uh, And as always, we have our top donor to thank, Dan, our Lord and Savior, Davis! More show coming up. Well, Frank, there have been seismic events oh, good here Lord. in Utah. Good Lord. Uh, in, 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 in the Mormon circles. Uh, well, and in the anti-human trafficking circles as well. Dan. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let's not forget them. Very so important. Funny. Very important so, work that they're so, doing. Okay. So let us introduce you, if you don't know, to Tim Ballard, who, like we mentioned at the top of the show, he, the, one of the, the founder and sort of was the the chief bravado engineer of a group <laughs> called Operation Underground Railroad, which purported to be uh, an organization dedicated to uh, helping children who had been trafficked. Right. Um, 
which is undeniably a beautiful thing to try to do. Yes. Um, yes. That is a that is a good thing. A noble I, cause. And and so uh, it's hard to say. It's it's heartbreaking actually to say that this organization was fucking bullshit. Yeah. They you know, they operated outside of the law. They went they crossed international boundaries. They broke international laws and then when they actually like when they went on the very few occasions where they actually found children that were in need, they did nothing to dismantle the actual like systems that were in place that were mm -hmm. that were trafficking these kids. Mm -hmm. They just did commando style go in, you know, like a movie everybody on the ground you know they save five kids mm -hmm. but all of the bad guys get away and then continue to do their horrible work and then there's no follow-through either with the kids they just sort of get them out of that building and then you know i don't know give them to local authorities or whatever anyway it's a it's literally the worst way to handle the problem right uh and Almost every other organization that works on the problem of exploit exploitation of children hates this organization mm -hmm. because they actually make matters worse. Right. So that's the groundwork. That's that's the baseline thing. But <clears throat> this guy's a Mormon. Uh, he's based here in Utah, and uh, all the Mormons, especially the uh, the hardcore right wingers love this guy right they love him he is he's a hero and he's a you know and he's also written some really dumb books apparently <laughs> I'm sure, that, yeah. um that apparently did you know this his books there's a claim in his books that joseph or that uh george washington and abraham lincoln were visited by like Moroni, Mormon oh, angels. Good Lord. And that's what inspired them to do the good things that they did, whatever. <laughs> uh, just stop. Anyway, stop. So he is uh he's a real peach of, <laughs> of a guy. Uh and also new allegations are dropping left and right. Uh apparently in his covert ops to other countries to to uh infiltrate child sex trafficking rings or whatever he would convince women to come with him oh, and no. pose as his wife okay. and then and when <laughs> while they were posing he would convince them that uh you know the traffickers aren't going to believe this charade if we don't you know in the privacy of our own hotel room sleep in the same bed and shower together <laughs> Okay, so that's the shit bag that we're dealing with. Um, <laughs> but again, he's a hero. He's saved. Uh, he's and he also they, uh, they took credit for saving people that like there was one girl that they took credit for saving. Mm -hmm. She saved herself. She did. She got out on her own, and then didn't even like hook up with their organization mm. till like a year or two after the fact. And then they took credit for saving her. God, these people. <clears throat> a whole uh, bunch of a whole bunch of bad stuff. Anyway, Vice ran a whole story about him. Right. And uh and reached out to the Mormon church this, for comment. Yeah. 
And oh, that didn't go well. Not for him. Not for him. Uh, the Mormon church wants people like this. Like, like, it takes a lot to convince the Mormon church that a hero among Mormons, that they should distance themselves from him. <laughs> uh, but distance themselves, they did. Um, I guess, I, you know, one of the things that's funny to me about this whole thing, I don't know if you saw this. I don't know how, how much you're on Twitter. Not at all. You mean X? No, I don't. <laughs> I mean Twitter. I won't. I will not. What you about, understand me? What about Twix? I've been, Twix? Okay. I've been wondering if we it's should a nice compromise. It. Yeah, we can... Uh, I think there might be another organization, another company that might object, but for now... <laughs> Uh, Twix it is. Uh, anyway, I was on, so, so one of the things that happened in the Mormon Twitter verse is that, uh, the, w a group of people that frequently refer to themselves as Desnat. Oh yeah. Which those... are the Deseret. That's a Mormon word. It doesn't mean anything. Don't worry. It's a fake. It's a made up word. But it's but, their name for Utah. Yeah. Deseret nationalists yeah. is what Desnat means. Uh, if you think, oh, is that like Christian nationalists but Mormon? Yes, that's what that is. <laughs> um, literally, and they own that appellation. They love it. Yeah. Uh, so they, of course, instantly bent over backwards claiming, oh, no, the, the statement that Vice published from the church must be fake because mm. it's Vice. Right. Don't believe it. And they and and that that gave them comfort for a little while because he's their hero. Right. He's their absolute hero. He's a big, strong man who goes in with guns and and makes the world better with shooting and 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 bravado. Uh, and then, of course, other uh, organizations, including the Mormon Church-owned Deseret News, called the church and checked in and was like, "Was this really you?" And they were like, "Yeah, that was us." <laughs> And now the church is engaged in a in a very big campaign of scrubbing Tim Ballard and any articles that he's written or anything from their website. Wow. So there's a lot of page not founds <laughs> popping up now. Seriously? All over their website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that's funny. So what do you do? What do you do uh, as a Mormon when one of your heroes falls? I just think it's interesting because what they, what many of them are doing is doubling, tripling, quadrupling down mm -hmm. on the hero worship yeah, rather than just acknowledge the reality that this dude's a dirtbag. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's remarkable because it's like, I actually saw an article that was like how many people, it was basically like how many Mormons leave the church over this. Mm. right like asking the question of like is, is this like a schism moment um where people follow this douchebag instead of the church yeah and i mean that's that's what you're talking about here and it's like it's like holy shit this guy's that popular and the and the the right wing of the church is that dissatisfied with the broader church but yeah. they're that the, this is actually a question that people would would be asking of like well are they gonna stick around or is this actually the straw that breaks the camel's back well they've had them. like the, we've seen this coming the you know it's these tensions have been stretched to mm -hmm. their limit yeah by support of trump mm -hmm. uh by masks in church and the church encouraging vaccination yeah 
And, uh, you know, all of these things where, you know, the second the church does something reasonable, mm -hmm. the, the unreasonable faction of the church becomes more and more like tense about it. And they want to follow their, their identity politics mm -hmm. more than they want to follow their, the, the dogma that they've been exposed to. Mm. Yeah. It's a little weird. We didn't even mention the movie. <laughs> that yeah. stupid movie that came out that was a you know a fictionalized heavily fictionalized uh that's but it's supposed to be about tim ballard right. starring fellow QAnon nut job jim caviezel <laughs> oh that's the other thing uh ballard is a QAnon dude oh we didn't even mention the psychic holy shit that's another thing he was he was regularly visiting a psychic who claimed to be in touch with Mormon lore uh, person Nephi, long dead Nephi. Oh, wow. Yeah. Who was giving him clues about where they could find trafficked children. Oh, my God. Uh, it, I, the, the story is in incredibly... Uh, there, there's so much to the story, Dan. Like yeah. I was, well, while I was like reading stuff this morning about it, I was like, where do we start? <laughs> right? Like, where the hell do you start with this guy? This, this shit is insane. Yeah. Um, you know, ranging from the movie to the psychic to, um, there was another detail that I was just like, what the fuck? This is like, like, and, and somehow like I've been aware of our for a little while now, mm -hmm. right? And um, loosely sort of because I knew that there was this guy out there doing these like on camera rescues and stuff. Yeah. But like reading about them lately and just how like <sighs> disconnected from reality or like their, their lack of trust of like, like following the lead of experts in the field right or like seeking out people who work on this issue but just instead just charging in with you know essentially guns a blazing yeah. like it's really it's really disturbing stuff right and then the yeah. fact that this guy legitimately was like the number one name being tossed around for u.s senator representing utah yeah right like that was yeah. a legitimate thing. Like people were like, "Oh yeah, he's going to be the the next." Senator. Yeah. Now that Mitt Romney's retiring, yeah. God damn it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They his name was coming up as like a legit thing. Hopefully, all of these stories coming out will be enough to sink that possibility, and we'll have a. I a, think a, it's strongly, strongly uh, cast a a shadow over over him as a potential candidate. Um, there's, uh, there's also the thing, like you talked about the church denouncing him. I think that yeah. part, like why they had to distance him. Like he was like buddy, buddy with like higher ups in yeah. the church. Um, um, Ballard being one of them, right? Yeah. No relation. No re but, Yeah. But there's a guy named Russell Ballard, uh -huh. not to be confused with the president of the church, Russell Nelson. Right. But yes, he's but he's a very high up. He's president of the of the Forum of the Twelve Apostles, right? And so, which is a big deal. Yeah, and so like this, they they were in touch, 
and uh, he starts using Ball- you know, Russell Ballard's name. Yeah. Um, and tossing it around and making it sound like the church was all on board with him. Yep. And and that's why the church was like, like, oh no 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 no. Yeah. Like and a and a, and a public denunciation of him. Uh, they it's don't do rough. that. They don't do that. They don't. It um, takes a lot. It takes a lot. Yeah, you have to have crossed some serious lines for them. And they in their in their uh, statement, they did mention a of nebulous idea of um, moral failings of some sort. Hmm. Uh, they didn't talk about what ones specifically. <laughs> so we don't know. There may be other moral failings that that we don't even know about that he's that 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 he's uh, that they that they know of. Oh, I mean, it's I I don't know. I just from whatever what I know of the whole story at this point, um, all the morals maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't think it's <laughs> I don't yeah, think it stretches the imagination too it much. Feels fair. To, it feels to, fair. To this say guy that has no morals. That he is the concept of morality yeah, entirely. Yeah, he's I got he's a mess. Yeah, oh God, it's just so frustrating. It's so frustrating. The because what he represents, and maybe this is the most important thing, is what he represents is the right wing wet dream of how the world is supposed to work. Mm. It's black and white. It's good guys versus bad guys. Right. And the good guys can go in, can solve problems by sort of kicking down doors and wielding weapons mm-hmm. and guns. And that's how we solve real problems like the evil dudes mm. who are have child sex trafficking, blah, blah, blah. And no, but, and what miss, what that does, that black and white thinking, it makes it, you know, it makes the, the world much more exciting. The world mm. is very, uh, is very much like a movie at that point. Right. But it misses the truth of the entire way the world works. Right. Because if you, if you look at, if you want to know where child sex trafficking happens, 99 times out of a hundred, it's not a ring of bad guys yeah. in Albania or whatever who kidnap it's not taken it is someone's uncle hmm. it is someone's gym teacher it is a a trusted friend hmm. and it's one kid or a cup just a few kids being groomed by someone that the family trusts right and if that's what it looks like it's a lot uglier. It's a lot harder to deal with. It's a lot more emotionally complicated mm-hmm. than just group of bad guys that I will point guns at. Bah! I mean, there are groups of bad guys. There are groups of bad yeah. guys. Absolutely. But then, but again, Ballard's way of dealing with it, kicking in doors with, you know, automatic weapons doesn't solve the problem. It solves the, it may at best Solve the problem for that small group of kids. Maybe. Right. But it doesn't dismantle the organization. It doesn't bring anyone to justice. It, uh, it, it, it's fast. Um, but it also, they also broke international laws. Yeah. And, you know, create international scenes. And they're, you know, it, he should, he's a criminal. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> 
it's very it's all very frustrating anyway <laughs> i'm glad that everybody hates him now um not everyone though it's fascinating to see the ones who don't yeah. it's fascinating to watch as people double triple quadruple down on loving him i i need them to be really all in on him right like i think like i obviously severely dislike him in this whole thing but like um just for like the sake of like just busting shit up here in utah and uh, (laughs) with the mormon church and like making things complicated and interesting maybe yeah a little interesting for a while might be fun to watch um i'm i'm all for his the, the 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 people who find him to be a hero to to just keep finding him a hero for a while Although like, I think it's pretty, just going to be beautiful to to, yeah, to watch. The problem is that his fans are ugly. So if you, if anyone challenged him or said anything about like, even if you were gentle and just said, "Hey, his approach is not good. It's not healthy." Suddenly, you they will they will label you with like, you know, hashtag pedophile apologist or hashtag pedophile lover or whatever. Like it, they get ugly quick. So beware of these people, but observe them. Sure. <laughs> They're uh it's a fascinating breed. Anyway, uh, I'm sure that uh, many of you have things to say about this. Um, please feel free to join the conversation right into us at podcast at thank God I'm atheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click the like button. And if you'd like to join one of our members-only lounges, please go to our website, thankgodimatheist.com slash members only. Yeah, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all y'all for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.